This is Politicking with Shola. This is our first episode of Politicking with Shola. We'll be talking about the ASU and the federal government's lingering strike. ASU, which is known as Academic Staff Union of Universities, and the federal government of Nigeria, has been on this issue for quite a number of months, let's say days, or even more than days. It's an occurring event or incidents which we don't know when it's going to end. The Academic Staff Union of Universities was founded in 1978 and it's comprised of uh, five universities, which were prominent universities in Nigeria, and they are still prominent today because they are widely known and widely 
accepted. The first one is University of Ibadan, followed by University of Nigeria, Nsuka, which is referred to as UNN, Amadubelo University, Zawiya, which is ABU, University of Ife, which is now Obafemi Awuloa University, and University of Lagos. Asu strike is not something that just started 200 days or over 200 days ago. It has been a reoccurring thing we started during the military regime. The first Asu strike was on 7th of August 1988 and then the Asu Union demanded from the military governor then about fair wages and I think these fair wages is what is still lingering on till today. 1988, 7th of August. And then all properties were being seized. And after that, as we resume back to academic activities in 1990. But another strike came up again on August 23rd, 1992, but it was banned. I could say precisely that 1992, I remember I was still in the university. And then we went on strike for a very long period of time. An agreement was reached on 3rd of September, 1992. And it met several of the unions demand that is the military met their demand then but i remembered when i was in school then which was the university of Illinois, precisely a lot of lecturers that joined the ASO strike paid dearly for it and when i say they paid dearly because um, the military regime isn't as a democratic regime where you have freedom of speech, freedom of movement, freedom to air whatever you say. Then everybody was just scared of whatever they will say. I thought the crisis would have had a lasting end. But this current one is making me realize that um, this is, I don't know, a lingering crisis, which is never going to have an end. If you look back, like I said, I said it first started in 1988. That's a long year. Most of the youths now were not born then. What is it that ASU is agitating for and the federal government have not been able to meet since 1988? What is the dramatic impact since then? 
they agitated for fair wages. It was met. This same fair wage is what they are still agitating for. Apart from the fair wage, they are agitating for new infrastructures, modern technology to meet up with, should I say European standard or worldwide standard. But there are private universities around that has most of this standard. So why is the federal government not willing to invest in the educational sector, considering the fact that a lot of taxpayers' money should go into this? A lot of deductions are being made from civil servants, from companies, directly or indirectly. How has the strike helped in modernizing the university sector or the university system or the environment of vicinity within the campuses? What infrastructure has been updated for over 23 years or 23 years? I'm dating it back to 1992. If I'm to date it back to 1988, that would be like 27 years, let's say 30 years. Why is ASU still fighting and they've never been able to resolve this issue? Why has the federal government not been able to meet up with the ASU strike? Is ASU fighting a just cause? How can a lasting solution be preferred for the last time, even if it's going to take months or years to just end this ASU strike? Because if they call it off tomorrow, that means it's still possible for them to embark on strike after a year, two years, three years. But what me I think is if they want this strike to be successful, there should be an end to it now. This should be the last time ASU would ever say we are going on strike in the country. Without the lecturers holding the president or the country at ransom. When did this current ASU crisis started that is this present one of 2022 precisely in february how is the brain drain decadence which is as caused in the student life how can it be updated because i look at it that a lot of students now have been out of academic activities for almost seven months. How are they able to regain back what they have been taught before? Are the lecturers willing to forfeit those semester and start all over again with them? That's like repeating a class. 
that's like repeating a session. Currently, as of today, according to Vanguard, the Senate also constituted a seven-man committee to defend its union. Defend its union in the sense whereby Asu was being called a thief for demanding $100 million, if I'm not mistaken, from Abacha's loot that was returned back to the country. All these and more are what we're going to be talking with, politicking with Shola. And then, like I said earlier on in my introductory episode, I said it's going to be an exhilarating and fun-filled politicking with Shola. So please stay tuned while we come back and we'll start with politicking with Shola. The ASO strike commenced on February 14th, 2022. And since then, the ASO strike has been a tail without end, an head without a tail also. Because it's not heading anywhere because the federal government is adamant on not paying the academic staff union of universities their six-month arrears. But who is losing? Who is bearing the pain mostly? Is it ASU? Is it the federal government or the students who are being funded with taxpayers' money, though they pay a stringent amount of fee? There are three sets of undergraduates who are currently awaiting admission into various universities in Nigeria. Their counterparts in private universities are far way behind them. What is the government really doing to make sure this comes to an end? What's this dramatic impact since the commencement of ASU strike in 1988. Like I said, I said during the military regime, ASU advocated for fair wage increase in their salaries, which was being met by the military then. They commenced again in 1992, which was August 23rd. And an agreement was reached, like I said, September 3rd, 1992. 
and a lot of their collective bargains were being met. It was met for just, let me say, a year and a half, or not close to two years, because they also organized another strike in 1994 through 1996. Like I told you, that a lot of universities lecturers, while I was in the university then, got their hands burned because... The military head of state then, General Sonny Abacha, dismissed most of the striking lecturers just the way President Muhammad Buhari is going about it this time around, saying he's not going to pay them six months arrears. Fine, he's not going to pay them six months arrears. But let's look at it from this angle and perspective. What if the lecturers in the universities decide to bow out of universities? Which professors, which lecturers are they willing to bring into the system? Is it the upcoming ones? Is it foreign ones? Whom they have to pay more than what they are paying the present one? There are a lot of things the federal government is not looking into because I don't think they are bothered about it. They are coming up with this instance of General Sonia Bacha during 1994 and 1996 that saw the dismissal of most of the striking lecturers. And most of them relocated out of the country. The strike continued after the Fourth Republic, after democratically electing President Olusegun Obasanjo. And since then, it's been strike in and out. It's been lingering on how has this strike helped in modernizing the university sector has it helped in modernizing the academic system and the academic environment within the country I know you viewers you listeners will attest to you that the federal government is going about it in a wrong dimension wrong dimension in the sense that two wrongs don't make a right there should be a way out is also fighting a just cause to me, I would say, ASO is fighting a just cause. They are not just fighting a selfish case because, it, let's even put it this way, their children might be in these universities, their children might not be here. 
But Asu wants a situation whereby a graduate of any university in Nigeria will be able to defend its certificate outside the country and meet up with its contemporaries outside the country. Asu wants it to be a situation whereby in the past, when you graduate from a Nigerian university, you are ranked higher because your intellectual capacity is of a good standard. Can we truly attest to that now? When we look at the secondary schools, we look at the primary schools, let's even forget secondary. Let's start from the kindergarten, nursery, and primary. What standard, what quality of graduates are we breeding? To some, they look at it as if Asu is being selfish. To me, Asu is like a father who is taking the pain of his word at heart because the father is saying the future in a way whereby if I'm no longer there, you should be able to defend yourself with your certificates. If you look at the infrastructures in most of these government universities, to me, it's an eyesore. The dormitories, is that where we should start from? Is it the laundry? Is it the female hostels? Is it the health facilities? Or is it the gents or the ladies' environment that you say it's pleasing to you? In this era of modernization, you can't freely go to the bedroom or go to the gents and say, I feel comfortable being in here. How safe is the environment, security-wise? Security-wise, I don't know. The country is not even safe. The four walls of the university, because they say if you go to the university and you don't pass through the university, then you have not gone to the university. How safe is the citadel of learning in Nigeria? How can a lasting solution be preferred for the very last time? I am still saying for the very last time about this situation. Because I don't want ASU to call off the strike today, tomorrow, then like the 1994, 1996 case, they will say, we are coming back. Even if it's going to take like two more months or 
six months please don't be offended let's just have it that it was what the while fighting for that the struggle will never continue like aluta used to say in the university aluta is the struggle continues but this should not continue considering the fact that the students have been out of academic activities for more than six months i said february 14th by september 14th which is going to be next week it's going next week wednesday is going to be seven months they've suffered enough it has lingered on for a very long time let's just hope they find a lasting solution and they are not going to be saying after a year when the new government comes in next year after the general election they are going on strike let it just end now if it's going to take two more months three more months four months five months please just know you are fighting a just cause i know it's not easy because it has caused a lot of brain drain which has made a lot of students a lot of professionals to let me say i won't say abscond from the country but they are gradually migrating they are gradually emigrating away from nigeria to other countries and the settlement committee to defend the union i hope they meet a lasting solution we will be continuing on this episode of politicking with shola and we'll still be looking at what update the ASU and the federal government is preferring to end this long strike. Thank you for joining me on Politicking with Shola. Hope it was what it, and if there is any comment, feel free to DM me. Thank you and have a lovely day.